Hello and welcome to the BSG Podcast. I am your host, Chase, and today we're going to be reviewing a most auspicious game, or I guess I should say Quinn will be reviewing and I will be listening and asking questions. <laughs> uh, my friend Pedro, how are you doing today, Quinn? I'm doing good. If you don't know who we are, we are BSG. We are BS Gamers Podcast. We're an informative bi-weekly podcast focused on gaming news and discussions. On Mondays, we go over the news of the week, covering everything gaming without the BS. And on Wednesdays, we pick up a juicy topic or game to review and give our half-informed opinions. And like Chase said, we're going to be covering, or I'm going to be covering, my friend Pedro today. Yay! We'll find out what the game's about soon. <laughs> yes, you will. Where can they talk to us, Chase? So if you want to get a hold of us, I recommend going on Twitter and going to at BS Gamers Podcast, where you can share your opinions and especially share your opinions with Quinn about my friend Pedro, because I know Quinn used to talk about this game all the time, even before um, I even knew the game existed. Um, so definitely go on there and give us a tweet and more importantly i would love it if you guys would rate and review us we're a small podcast and we would love anything you could say except we would prefer good things and then maybe only the <laughs> constructive things on tweet on twitter you can tweet us and then that could be your one star review. if we can necessary. use some improvements you can tweet us the improvements and we'll try our best to improve but that's and then it. if we do improve you can give us a good review how about that we'll Great. earn it yes there we go all right you ready to jump in quinn Let's just go for it. So the first things first, I'm going to talk about the game's development history. This game is developed by Dead Toast Entertainment. And uh, Dead Toast Entertainment is actually just one guy named Victor Agron, who was working on, he was working on games at Media Molecule. That is like Little Big Planet, uh, Tearaway, Little Big Planet 2, stuff like that. He was a level designer for a couple of games. And in 2014, he decided to leave Media Molecule. He left England and he moved to Brazil. And started putting his full attention towards flash game experiments and little mobile games. He made a ton of games that year. Actually, 2014 was really big for him in terms of making a bunch of experimental games. And um, eventually he made one called My Friend Pedro. It was actually MFP colon My Friend Pedro. And uh, that did pretty well. And so he made a, a second to that experimental game called My Friend Pedro Arena. Both games had players asking for more, which led him to start his company and led him to start making My Friend Pedro, My Friend Pedro, Blood, Bullets, and Bananas, which is the game we are talking about today. Throughout the creation of the game, Victor was also very transparent on how he was working about it, and uh, like he was talking about using Unity and stuff like that in his blog. Um, he talked about his struggles with Unity and his struggles of getting the perfect 3D scan of a banana. If you want to find out more or play any of his Flash games, you can do so at deadtoast.com. But now it is time to talk about the game itself. First off, I want to say that I was extremely hyped for this game. The trailers for this game are really phenomenal. This game still has a very positive rating on Steam, and it used to be overwhelmingly positive. And it's a good game. But then looking you reviewed game. it. And then well, it so, positive. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to. This review is going to talk about some things. It's going to talk about a lot of things. But ultimately, this game looked really good. I still feel like it's a really good game in a lot of ways. But uh, I was very hyped. And now, the saga that is my experience with my friend Pedro Bloods, Bullet, Bud, Blood, Bullets, and Bananas. Graphics. We're starting with graphics. 
So the game definitely looks like a Unity indie game with like lowish polygon characters and minimalistic details and textures. The environment itself is very gray. There's like a very gray atmosphere to each level, which I think is to really help with gameplay reasons, like to differentiate the player from the background because the player is, um, he wears a mask and he has like a banana mask on (laughs) and it's yellow and he has like yellow outline on him. So the player is like yellow on this great background and then you have enemies which uh, are in various other colors depending on where you are and they pop out from the background because they're not gray and so i think the grayness is for that aspect but i thought it could use a little bit more color and especially where there are sequences in the game where things are completely different from the rest of the game like visually and gameplay wise the colors are crazy what's going on is crazy and in those moments things looked really good and very different than the gray like there was a gray um like cinder block backgrounds gray brick backgrounds gray scaffolding backgrounds it was all very samey in that regard but ultimately i don't think it affects the game too much because it's not about the background it's about the gameplay most likely not most likely it is about the gameplay uh, UI is also very minimal and doesn't get in the way. It's mainly just to show your current weapon, your ammo, your health, and your slow-mo meter, which I'll talk about in the gameplay as well. But other than that, it's fairly, you know, fairly straightforward indie title made on Unity. Um, just a little bit gray. Any questions? <laughs> so I looked up the image of my friend Pedro, and actually it doesn't look that bad. It looks like um, this 2D-ish, but like 2.5D. Does that sound right? It is a two D. It's a two D platformer shooter in a three D environment. Yeah, it looks it looks kind of cool. The guy kind of reminds me that like the character. Like I don't know anything about the character yet. You'll have to explain in the story. He reminds me of like the guy from Kick Ass. Like he he comes up in like with a shitty suit, and then he goes and tries and fights crime or something like that. But that's just based off of the pictures. I really don't know right. anything outside of the game. But I. I mean, that's my description of it. Well, I, I want to say this one thing, and I don't know. The the pictures on, like, Steam showing the game impressed me looking back. Like, t- today, after just looking back at those pictures, I was like, damn, the game looks a lot better than I remember. <laughs> and maybe that was because I wasn't on ultra settings or something, mm. or maybe I had it wasn't properly working with my graphics card. But... I just remember the game not looking as good as the pictures on the store page. Mm. But I still think that even if you're... The pictures do look good, but there is a lot of gray. I still think there is a lot of gray. I can see what you're talking about, though. And if you're doing doing that through the entirety of the game, it can get kind of repetitive. But I'll I'll, tease out a little bit more as we go. But getting to the story, as you were talking about... um, the story isn't really like a huge aspect of the game because the game is more about the gameplay. But you start the game and you are like woken up. You're this random dude with a mask on. You're woken up by this sentient floating banana named Pedro, who is your friend, uh, who tells you that you need to basically start killing everyone. You know, that's just, I don't know. Yeah, bananas are dangerous. Type of game. <laughs> so it's pretty easy to get into the story because no one really knows who you are because you have a mask on and you don't know who you are because you like were unconscious and you Plus had a concussion or something. 
yeah, your memories are all gone. And so you're like, well, you know, floating bananas talking to me. I better listen to what he's talking about. Um, and so that, that's pretty much it. The banana, Pedro wakes you up. You follow Pedro. He tells you to kill all these people. You kill all these people. Um, because P- Pedro himself is like this magical, mystical thing. He also gives the player the ability to like slow down time. And that's how you get that gameplay element into the story. Is that like, oh, Pedro, the magic banana <laughs> gave you slow-mo, um, which is kind of cool. Have you played the and- pri- previous uh, My Friend Pedro games? No, I, I didn't play the Flash games. Oh, okay. And I was going to ask if the, the banana was in the previous games. Oh, yeah, yeah. The banana is in the, the previous games oh, as well. Crazy. It's pretty much the same same story arc-ish as mm. the Flash games. It's mainly just like an excuse to get the player to go kill a bunch of stuff. <laughs> like, that's what it is. Um, but yeah, so you you pretty much kill a bunch of people, and then you realize that there are actually like bosses, and so you're just killing each bigger and badder baddie until the big like twat twat plus the big twist <laughs> plot twist that's what i meant and those are women viewers or <laughs> listeners <laughs> hey you're saying all twats are women that's inappropriate Oof. Chase. oh man um, even worse the gender yeah so there's like this quote unquote plot twist at the end but you can pretty much see it from the beginning like you you know what's going on uh, as you go through the the story let me guess he's not your friend pedro uh i mean he it depends what you define as friend but there is some controversy there um the game is told through text which is kind of a bummer everything is over text and i guess the good part about it is that the game has this humorous tone i mean if you have a flying magical banana the game's gonna be a little bit funny and so it is kind of funny and it talks about like or different areas of the game are named after it's all kind of internet themed like you have to go through the sewers which is like the pipeline that the internet is pumped through and then you make your way to the internet but it's like all it's all you know bricks and junk so it's not actually it's sort of like they're they're making weird slang out of these different places. It sort of takes place in the future. I don't know. It's this weird. It's a weird environment. You got a talking banana. You just kind of make the best of it and kill stuff. Quinn, Quinn, Quinn. You know this game uh, sounds bananas. <laughs> Gameplay. <laughs> so, the game is a two D platformer shooter, like I was saying at its core, and that's pretty much the you buy the game because of that. You buy the game because that's what it, it's trying to sell you is like cool platforming abilities and shooting things. And this and is probably what you were saying earlier, like the Flash games were essentially the predecessors of this game and they, they made it better, correct? Does that sound? Right, right. So the Flash games, he, he made, I think, around like 10 different Flash games, like all from completely different genres. Like he did a painting game. A, I think he did like a music game and like a, a, he did a bunch of bunch of different stuff, bunch of different art, art styles. I think he was really just trying to see what he could do. Mm-hmm. And then people s- sort of stuck to my friend Pedro. So he just kept working on it because it was the only thing that really could make him money, I guess. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the player can shoot, spin, dodge, roll, slow time, dual wield, kick, ride, and hang from different objects. And the, li- the list keeps growing when you, like, interact with other objects. Like, you can shoot levers, and you can break glass, and you can shoot metal plates and frying pans that will, like, scatter your bullets over 
like towards enemies like a shrapnel from a grenade sort of thing you like just shoot an uzi into a frying pan and they just scatters all the bullets around in a circle kind of cool really cool mechanics um and although the game doesn't really branch off from like 2d platformer during like boss battles it does a little bit like it becomes like a 2.5d shooter or in some cases it becomes like uh what is it called like in cuphead where you would fight a boss and you'd be that plane, right? It has like a similar mechanic where you're flying through the air shooting a boss. Um, the only thing about this that I was having a really tough time with was that all of these mechanics felt clunkier than I've experienced them in other games, if I've experienced them in other games. Like let's say, for example, the I brought up Cuphead... And you'd fight bosses in your little airplane, right? And it was like a shoot 'em, shoot 'em up game, side scroller shoot 'em up. So you're kind of saying this had a lot of mechanics, but other games maybe did them better in other, right? Yeah. Or, or the the game has interesting mechanics I haven't experienced other places, but they didn't have that level of polish that I was expecting because the trailers sell you a story. So mm. the the trailers sell you the idea and i guess I'll, I'll start off this way is that there's a trailer in particular where you're on a skateboard and you're skateboarding through the level and in the trailer the person playing um playing the game is a whole lot better than you would first realize because the game looks easy the way the person is playing the game the game looks makes it look easy riding the skateboard, doing tricks, shooting people while on the skateboard. In reality, the mechanics are a little bit clunky and getting that like trailer moment is very, very difficult. Hmm. And one of the problems with this is that the game ranks you at the end of every level and gives you like a score and it prioritizes like combos and speed. So basically it wants you to get through each level as fast as possible while killing as many people as possible. But it can become really frustrating when you're stuck on a clunky mechanic for five minutes trying to get like something to look cool. And then it doesn't because the mechanics are a little bit clunky. Like the the skateboard example, right? I could have spent maybe five minutes trying to do a cool skateboard trick to kill like two people. But instead what happens is I accidentally or like the, the skateboard falls under me instead of there's a range of time where the skateboard is like attached to your feet and then it would fall off from under me, hit some guy, but not do enough damage to kill him. And then I'd be shot a bunch and then I'd kick him and then I would have to just mow him down and then shoot the other guy. And it's like, well, that wasn't as cool as I promised it was going to be. You know, Like not only wasn't it as cool, but it was like kind of clunky. Like the whole thing didn't really feel as smooth as I thought it would be. Now, the biggest thing about this that I want to mention as like a caveat is that I could be extremely bad at this game. I don't know. But there was definitely a hype set in my head that there would be a level of smoothness to the game and I couldn't execute that level of smoothness. So I just want to put that out there. Um, There are also levels in the game that feature mainly pedro like you go into this dream world that pedro inhabits 
And those were really interesting in terms of mechanics. They were like, so you can spin dodge, right? Where you just sort of spin your body in a circle. And in the Pedro world, there were platforms that were screws. And if you spin dodged on the platform, it would screw the screw into the ground. <laughs> Which is like an interesting. I, like so that's would, very if creative. If you did a spin dodge, you would screw the screw in the ground. Is that what you said? Right. So if like you, oh, if cool. you stand on your tippy toes and spin in a circle, you do that on top of a, a platform. It would like screw a screw mm. into the ground, and the platform would lower. I see. I see. Yeah, that's fun. It's kind yeah. Of that's like, fun. Um, there were there were like bouncy yes. house things. There were the the levels that inhabited Pedro's dream world were more interesting and fun in my head than the rest of the the normal levels in the game. And one of the things is that the Pedro levels are also colorful. So you know how I was saying like, oh, the, the game's pretty gray and the mechanics are a little bit clunky, but then you, every so often, you get thrown into this very colorful world where the mechanics are like, crazy so it, it, it just because they're clunky it doesn't matter as much because you're like in this alternate place and it's more about having fun than you know trying to kill everybody so i would get to those places and i'd be like why aren't there more pager levels right i'd be like why do i have to go back to this gray place where i'm trying to ride a skateboard and i can't even do a kickflip you know like like what's wrong with me? Is it me or is it that the fact that the Pedro levels are better than the rest of the game? I don't know. So maybe to generalize in the gameplay section, you're saying that perhaps maybe <coughs> some of the mechanics that they should have, the interesting ones that you felt were, were fun, they should have maybe uh, explored those more than the other ones. Is I think I think they're, the way to potentially remedy the situation was they either needed to give you more time on the mechanics that were harder to master so that by the time like the the end of that mechanic showed up you were good at it because oftentimes what happened would be you would get a skateboard you would get it for maybe like a level or two and then you wouldn't see it again for a long time and so you would play on the skateboard trying to figure out how to use it eventually you got to a point where you could use it okay but then you were on to like a different mechanic like oh now you're swinging on wires or um, now you're using, um, now you're shooting levers or you're shooting this instead of like the skateboard idea. So they were kind of, I, I felt like if everything was more included in a section, like because there's a section of levels before the first boss, have the same mechanics in that section, like have the skateboard there the entirety of that section. So by the end of that section, the player is good with the skateboard. Right. So have the gameplay i guess become more complex by adding everything into the the levels more often or parts of it so then you get right or, or at least maybe the the problem is that the the game does this well in other mechanics there are just mm-hmm. a few clunky mechanics that show up too few to get good at but a lot of the time the other levels or the other sections of the game that have a boss will use the same mechanics within that section over and over and over again so you get good at it Okay. So I think it's sort of like a pick and choose. Like some some aspects, some mechanics that are really interesting are implemented really well. Others are a little bit clunky, and I wish I got better at them. And I suck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah that was, I was like, mm, what's the conclusion of this? He sucks. There it is. Okay. Right. Yeah. 
So pacing, pacing felt good. Each level, like I said, you know, they, a lot of them had a collective um, set of mechanics that they used throughout, and they each were a similar length. The levels and the larger narrative sections with like a boss at the end were about the same length. The short levels made it easy to like get into the game, play a few levels and then leave. So you could like, you know, spend 15 minutes arguably in the game and not feel like you had to stay there for an hour. The game is fairly short. Uh, it only took me around four hours in total, which is kind of weird thinking about it because it felt like so much more time was spent. And I think it was just those, I want to keep saying clunky mechanics, but maybe I'm just bad. Maybe, you know, I spent more time than was needed in the game because I was bad. And it frustrated me. Probably but there true. were no you real... Do, you, do, you do suck at games. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I, I can. I can. No, you're actually better. I think personally you're better than me at most games. So uh, I think I think you... Then you would, have, you would have really hated this. <laughs> <laughs> I would have had eight hours. I'm just yeah. remembering when we did the Alan Wake review, you you said you had no issues and like you were even trying to avoid using the um the flashlight mechanic like right. the, the where you had the batteries. batteries. So I'm like, "Damn, if you're able to do that so well, I was like first chapter boom, how to use those batteries ASAP." Right. So if you are hating this game, holy shit, or I'm not hating. Excuse no, me. No, I'm it, not hating this if game. You're, if you were feeling like it was very uh, longer than you thought, I would have been like eight No, hours. not necessarily longer than I thought, but I felt like it, it felt longer than four hours because there were times where I got stuck and frustrated. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, there were no pacing problems. The pacing was totally fine. Moving on to sound, music was really good. And although it wasn't like the most memorable, I do remember there being a lot of good tracks that like fit the world in the setting because it's like this weird internet dystopia bricks and tubes place. Um, most songs were like hard hitting electro songs and kind of like dubstepy at times. And it really fit everything, especially when you had like bullets going off and stuff like that. And the gun sounds were also really good and really rewarding, uh, especially when you did slow-mo, when you were doing your slow-mo mechanic. And you shot it like a shotgun. It sounded really bassy and stuff like that. And then you'd kill a bunch of people and the techno music would go and you'd be feeling it. And then you'd hit that skateboard and everything would break down and you'd cry to your mom. <laughs> but besides that, you know, sound was really good. <laughs> Sounds like the skateboard was the biggest problem. I hated the skateboard, man. It pissed me off. I wanted skate four and I, what I got was garbage. <laughs> uh, Moving on to yeah, replayability. The game is definitely replayable, and I think a lot of the game was intended to be replayed. It's very short. The levels are very short and easy, and there's a built-in scoring system, like I said, at the end of each level. So, like, there's incentive to get better and better scores. Also, the game prioritizes time and, like, optimization to begin with, and speedrunners love that stuff. Uh, I even looked up, like, the current world record, and it's, like, under 30 minutes, and it made me want to cry because they were using the skateboard like a pro. And yeah, so I maybe, was really pissed. Maybe that's why you're saying you suck with the skateboard. <laughs> well, the thing is, is that like there's a part of me that thinks that I didn't understand going into this game that it might have been more designed to speedrunners and like spending so much time in it to get good at the mechanics so that you can make things look flawless. I don't know. But I think this game is definitely has replayability, even though you'll, you'll be saying, playing the same levels and story over again. 
the mechanics and the gameplay is the whole piece of the pie for this game. It's like you do it because it's fun to do the mechanics and go through the motions and do all these cool things. Mm -hmm. So in conclusion, um, I was very hyped for this game. I had fun while playing it. I had some clunky experiences here and there, which turned me off, you know, turned me off and turned me on depending. Um, AKA I'm bad at the game. All right. And I don't like being bad at things, but I think if you're curious about the game, I would pick it up on sale. I think it's, it's definitely worth the time investment. It's definitely worth four hours and definitely worth to, to, to see these cool mechanics and to see a story about a talking banana. Like, <laughs> yeah, that sounds pretty nuts. I, it is kind of funny. It's a funny actiony game. Um, it's it's a cool little indie game made by one dude. You kind of have to support small people, so I guess you know support him. Um, but if you're on the fence and you're like, eh, I don't know if I'm interested, I think you can go to deadtoast.com. Go to deadtoast.com and you can play all his flash games and you can check out the previous uh, my friend Pedro games and see if you like the mechanics or see what was there. And if you do. Uh, I'd buy this game on sale. I wouldn't spend $20 on it. Not at the moment. I'm too salty about it. Don't spend 20 bucks. Get it for seven, seven, eight bucks. But still, uh, it's a recommendation if you like shooting. Twitch, twitchy shooter, 2D side-scrollery, action-adventure, spin-dodge, screw mechanic game. How do you feel about it, Chase? <laughs> oh, I feel nothing because I, <laughs> I feel nothing. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh. Thank you for listening, guys. Uh, I hope you enjoyed Quinn's review of My Friend Pedro. Hopefully, I was able to add a little bit of spark into it with my little jabs. A little spice. Like a little, you know, some some bananas here and there. But, you know, you can go on Twitter at BS Gamers Podcast and you could talk to Quinn. Especially. Tell me how much I suck. Tell me you have this, the land speed record for this game. <laughs> Say that your uh, skate four abilities are, are great in this game. <laughs> yeah, you you know how to skateboard, and I'm just a poser. I get it. Yeah, and then even bigger, we would love if you rate and reviewed our podcast. We're a small podcast right now, um, and we want to get better. We would love your opinions. How to be better at podcasting? How to be better? at giving you video game news anything but more importantly make sure to only leave us five star reviews and if you have a one star (laughs) review you go straight to twitter and tell us and then we get better and then you give us a five star review right right right. if you if you are that dedicated to us and you have some negative thoughts please tweet us at bs gamers podcast we appreciate it just pick and choose where you put we're looking for criticism (laughs) we're looking for it but we're looking for it on twitter yes so All right, guys, we'll uh, talk to you guys later. See you soon.